All right, it's after 5 o'clock on a Friday afternoon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's time to Ask the Preacher, your weekly opportunity to have your Bible questions answered. And it's brought to you by Believer's Fellowship Church. Ask the Preacher. Here's John Free. Well, everybody, it's good to be back with you in the studio here on this wonderful Friday, June the 2nd. Now, June is unproud month for me, uh, So, but we might talk about that on another date. But uh, And if you don't know what I'm talking about, come on, climb out from under the rock, wake up. This is, uh, this is not about being woke. It is about being awake, and we're going to talk about some of the issues today. And uh, But welcome to the Ask the Preacher program. Uh, again, my name is John Freed. I'm the pastor at Believer's Fellowship Church in North Lakeland, and you can hear my voice is a little bit odd-sounding today. So here, as many times uh, as he can possibly be here, our good friend to help me today, Mr. George Locke. <sighs> Hey, 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 welcome to the program, all you beautiful people out there in Radio Land. John, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, my name is George Locke. I, I run a company that God's allowed me to have the privilege of running for uh, oh, a little, I think, over a decade now. And, um, oh, wow. Great. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. And, and uh, basically what my company does, or really what God's company does, I just work for him, we help businesses overcome obstacles, plan their strategy and grow. And uh, that's apropos to what we're going to be talking about today a little that's bit. Right. Uh, so I want to make a shameless plug. Shameless. Before we start, uh, we are doing something new in our company. We're giving away all of our knowledge. We charge lots of dollar bills for what we do, <laughs> but we're giving it all away. And so we actually have something that we, we just put together today for people who are listening to the program. If you go to polktechsolutions.com slash tree t-r-e-e tree like an apple tree like a tree polktechsolutions.com slash tree it's a free course and i know most people are like oh it's a course it's boring no this is different than what you've ever done our goal is to help you become a soft core theologian and understand the biblical principles that are found in god's word and how they relate to your business and i I promise you it will change the way you think about your business. So this one is called The Problem Tree, and it tackles how there are 16 different spirits mentioned by name and how each uh, in the Bible and how each one of these spirits produce a certain fruit. Um, for example, the Holy Spirit, God's Spirit, produces fruit in our lives, and there's other spirits mentioned and how they produce fruit, and we, we kind of dig on that and how you can use these same principles that are described in the Bible— for diagnosing spirits based on their fruit that they produce, you can use the same principles to diagnose problems in your organization and then find solutions. So if you're having problems getting more customers or you have poor employee performance or you need more volunteers in your nonprofit and no one's volunteering, polktechsolutions.com slash tree, T-R-E-E, to uh, take a look at the problem tree and figure out how to solve those problems. So, John, thanks for letting yeah. me no, throw that out there that, that access, uh, that free access is, uh, I guess, somewhat temporary, right? That's through that's through the weekend, more or less. Correct. We're only having this up for two days uh, because we are expanding this library. There's going to be a lot of free resources. So this is kind of a little preview 
uh, to, to let people know yeah. what we're uh, going to be offering shortly. On the biblical perspective, obviously that's where you're pointing to this. Uh, and, and by the way, uh, for somebody who says, well, I don't think that, that biblical or spiritual matters should uh, have any, any uh, part in, in business, well, no, you, you misunderstand the reality of the Bible and the reality of spiritual matters. It, it is our life. Yeah, it, it's, it's everything. It's not part of our life. It's, it is our life. Christ, who is our life. Um, so, and then it, I, I was going to go to this where Jesus said, you shall know a tree by its fruit. Right. So, um, you know, if you walked up to a tree right now, you wouldn't grab your shovel and look at the root to find out what kind of tree it is. No, you would look at the fruit, especially the low-hanging fruit to find out what kind of tree this is. Uh, but the health of the tree, if we wanted to look at the health, we would know we have a problem mm-hmm. by unhealthy fruit. But we might not know what the problem is, or we might not be able to treat the problem. We have to go back to the root to treat the problem that that's is being exactly evidenced right. in the fruit. And so that's what this uh, this course, uh, as you go through it, you'll start seeing those types of things. Uh, where did this problem begin, and, and how do I fix it, and what kind of... What kind of fertilizer do I need to use? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so George, so in in your line of work, working with businesses, and I remember many years ago, much of what you did was helping uh, mom and pop like businesses come mm-hmm. out of storefront only model uh, into saying, "How can I be recognized uh, as I'm just I'm just a local business? Um, how why would somebody or how do I get somebody to shop with me rather than the shop?" on the big conglomerate.com, you know, or the big box store or something like that. And so you helped mom and pop businesses kind of not, not not exactly rebrand themselves or make sure, but make sure they're branded well. Uh, And in some cases maybe rebrand and and reevaluate and and rework themselves and become relevant uh, without losing their core and who they are and, and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so, so I consider you much of an expert in this type of, of conversation today because what we're seeing right now in America is a bunch of the big, the dot-coms, the big boxes, all of these conglomerates, these big guys. Um, uh, if, if you will, I'm going to use this term, they're trying to change the current of the lazy river, if you will. Um, they are moving in particular directions Trying, uh, trying to get everybody else to follow, and we are seeing a literal uprising of um, much of the American populace to say we're not going there. Um, to so so for the listener who is confused as to what I'm saying, I'm talking about uh, six weeks ago Bud Light coming out, however long it was, a month, six weeks, eight weeks, uh, Bud Light coming out with a new advertising campaign, and the American people saying no. We're not supporting you any longer. And so I, I, last I heard, somewhere around a $10 billion loss yeah. for Bud Light's ridiculous. Um, at Miller Lite didn't catch the, the, the memo uh, right after Bud Light made its stupid move. They did their own. Now, personally, I don't care if both companies – I prefer that both companies belly up. Let them, let them go to absolute bankruptcy and no longer exist because I don't see alcohol as being of any benefit to anybody's life ever. So that's my personal view on that. But we're talking about the, um, the, the woke culture, the advertising campaigns, the pushing of, of ungodly agendas, 
And uh, it delights me really to see the American people uh, fighting back. And so so we'll talk much about that. And so I'm glad you're here today, George, uh, for, for part of that conversation. Well, hey, folks, just a reminder, you are listening to Ask the Preacher. You can join in on the conversation, ask your question, either on topic, off topic, uh, or give us your, your comments, your feedback on what we're talking about, 863-682-1430. You can also go to askthepreacher.com. We will see you in just a few moments. Ask the Preacher, on the air now, brought to you by Believer's Fellowship Church. Let's get back to George and John. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. Glad you've tuned in with us. Uh, so today, we are talking about um, a lot of the boycotting, I guess we'll call it that for now, um, the boycotting going on around our, our country. And uh, so ultimately, we'll we'll pick up in the conversation, uh, is it a good thing? Is it effective? Should we be doing it? How should we be doing it if we should be doing it? Um, and, and all of those types of, uh, of, the, of the conversations around the issues. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I, uh, I, I do want to get back to uh, some of our conversation a moment ago. But before we do that, George, let's give people the opportunity to uh, join the conversation. You might have an opinion or something to add to the conversation. Yeah, you can join in on our conversation or ask a question, 863-682-1430. You can also go to askthepreacher.com, and you can submit questions on there. We will do our best to answer them on following uh, episodes. You can also check out the phone number or check out previous episodes. So that's askthepreacher.com, 863-682-1430 to join in. Okay, so George, uh, most businesses that have... uh come to any level of, of high success, they have learned very well who their clientele is, what their clientele likes, what their clientele spends their money on, and and now I'm going to add to the fourth one, what turns them off, what makes them go away. <clears throat> and so most companies fight very hard to not only keep a clientele, but to expand a clientele. Um, so why are companies doing these types of big, bold moves um, and, and it becomes uh, a, a face, whether it be temporary or long term, but a face to the company when they when it is geared towards such a tiny minority of the population of America. Why do they still do these bold moves? Well, there's probably a lot of answers, but generally speaking, there's one major cause to it, and it's lobbying. So essentially what happens, and this may sound like it's out of a Tom Clancy novel or, you know, something out of Atlas Shrugged or whatever, but basically there's going on right now, and it's not even a hidden thing anymore. There's this term called public-private partnerships, where the government is getting in bed with large businesses and essentially creating favorable conditions for those large businesses to Rush any competitors. And large businesses want that because Absolutely. government spends big money on pr- big projects. Absolutely. So, you know, we've all maybe heard this term, the uh, military industrial complex yeah. that's that's been promoting wars for the last 80 years in the U.S. Well, mm-hmm. think about that. But now in every sector of the economy, you know, they're they're in bed with large companies like Amazon and Microsoft and and so on and so forth. And, and now well, with the even, advent of AI, it's going to be even more of an incestuous relationship. So it's it's all being driven by an agenda to crush individual liberties. And they're doing it because, in part, you have no option. And what I mean by that is, look what happened during COVID. 
oh, you, they'll never lock down anything. They'll never cause this kind of uh, um, situation where you can only get your stuff from Amazon. You can only get your food from, you know, Walmart. That'll never happen. But sure enough, it yeah, did. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's all for an agenda to have uh, a permanent underclass, if you will. Um, okay, let's see if we can uh, pause where we are, and uh, we'll attempt to come back and pick up right there. But let's find out what this caller has to say. Uh, welcome to the show, Mr. Kinney. Well, I appreciate it. And uh, your your monologue just there just hit it on the nose. All you got to do is follow the money in anything that is evil. And uh, these big corporations are being uh, – they get their money from the government. The government controls what wants to be done, and the indoctrination of our kids these days – if we as Christians, yeah. or even if you don't believe, can't see the sickness and the writing on the wall and quit ostracizing ourselves and stand up and do something, I do it with my wallet. I'll never walk into a Target again. I'll never get a cup of coffee at, at uh, I don't even, a star, whatever the name is. I can't even remember. Star I sucks. Never, uh, <laughs> I, 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 even as a Christian, I'm sorry, I drink beer. Um, I'll never drink uh, a Budweiser product as long as I live. Um, and all I can do is use my wallet. And, and stay looking up, stay strong in the word, because we're in for a big ride. We're in yeah. for a heck of a ride. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I this is really just a beginning. We're not in the, in the middle. Really, we're, we're about a drop of a five-gallon bucket here. And it's going to go good for us who, who believe, and I don't think uh, you're going to have a great harvest under Joe Biden, so I'm not even worried about him in the end. But uh, we just got to stay prayed up and in the word. That's all we have as Christians, and we have to fight back. And if, if there's 80 million of us, which they claimed at one point, there might be more, who knows? We need to band together, and the churches need to preach that this is wrong, period. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you you really uh, set us up for part of our conversation for today to probably be the second half of the hour, uh, where we talk about how our money talks. Um, and, and, it, and it really does. Now, I don't really want to call that cancel culture, and this is really for the bottom of the hour uh, conversation, um, but, it's, but it relates. So we'll talk about how it might be different than cancel culture. Uh, the idea of, uh, of, like you just said, Mr. Kenny, uh, you're going to take your money and you're going to take it elsewhere. Um, Target has been targeting my kids. Uh, it targets everybody else's kids in the nation. It targets a variety of other agendas that I am not aiming for. And so I'm going to take my arrows and shoot them somewhere else. Um, I'll, I'll, you know, but do you have enough choices? Uh, how, how do we do that? How do we navigate that? What if, what if I can't find the product that I need somewhere else? What do I do? You know, so we'll talk about yeah. those types of things. But um, the other thing that you said, um, Kenny, is is as as Christians, and and it is inter- You, I'm just just that alone. As Christians, we should. Fill in the blank. Okay, it's interesting to me how many Christians or people who call themselves Christians uh, really think that we should just go along with what's going on, uh, that Jesus would have not have fought against the systems. He didn't talk about it. You know, we shouldn't talk about politics or social political issues, uh, governance issues in the church and all that. And I think, oh, man, that is that is the mistake that America has been making for the last oh, 40 Lord, to 50 yes. years. And that is exactly why we sit where we are today. I think as a Christian, I'm more accountable every day. And if I don't uh, stand up for what is right, I'd hate to see what my movie is going to look like when I go to the gate. And I'm going to make sure that I did what was right. You know, I'm, you're always going to fall continually uh, short of God's expectations. But Boy, I do try, 
I do try. I repent. And if I go to win the target, shame on me. <laughs> yeah. It's a fair way to put that, Kenny. I'm not going to disagree with how you phrased it. Thanks for calling in. That's a pretty good way. And you know what? One, one of the things that um, I try to teach my kids is that money is a tool. And a tool can be used, a hammer, for example, can be used to either build something up or tear something down. So uh, it is one of the most effective ways that we can either build up righteousness or tear down godlessness is using the, the tool that is money. Yeah. So shopping with your wallet, voting with your wallet, building or destroying with your wallet is, is a great uh, asset. There was a minister uh, many years ago by the name of Watchman Nee. Um, he was an Asian of Asian descent, and I'm not sure if anybody, if you like him, know him or whatever, it doesn't really matter. What he said was a dollar or whatever currency, a dollar is a holy tool in the hands of a Christian. Um, or at least it should be viewed as that, a holy tool in the hands of a Christian. And so uh, just just because the the money uh, is used for evil things doesn't mean that your money has to be used for evil things. Uh, so use your money in a godly manner. And, and we understand as Christians that it is God that supplies to us all things richly to enjoy. Um, if I have a dollar, it's because the Lord allowed me to have it. He trusts me to do what is right with that. And to go with that, John, you know, one of the things that I try to help businesses understand, because a lot of times people who are entrepreneurs, they have this idea of, I want to just, I just want to survive. I don't want to thrive. But Proverbs 13, 22 is one of my favorite verses in the whole Bible. It says that a, the wealth of the wicked is laid up, laid up for, the just, for the righteous. It's waiting for you. And a good man leaves an inheritance, not just for his children, but for his children's children. So you should be acquiring wealth as God provides it to you, and uh, you should be utilizing that tool the way uh, that God wants you to. Eric, do we have another caller on the line? Okay, not not another caller at the moment. Well, uh, Mr. Kenny, I don't believe you're with us any longer, but thank you uh, so much for calling in. We, we appreciate you joining um, the, the program. When, when we come back at the bottom of the hour, we got a couple minutes left here, but when we come back, um, we, we'll talk about some tools um, that, that people can use uh, to help determine what mm-hmm. what a company stands for and what a company is doing uh, with their resources, and should I take my resources and put it into that company so they can do what they want to do with their resources? But let's go back real short here to the conversation of uh, why these companies are making these decisions, uh, which I would say this: these are my numbers; these are not proven statistical numbers. But I would say eighty percent of America is not happy with the, the general decisions that uh, these big companies are making right now with the push of these strong agendas? I, I mean, sounds reasonable to me. You might have a little bit more faith in the general American population than I do, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. Well, I, uh, I, okay, I can probably back off. I would probably say that, that 30 to 40% of the American population is unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. With what's going on. Another 30% is just like, well, whatever they do what they want to do. I don't like it, but and then there's only 25% uh, of, of the population yeah. who says, well, I think this is the this is nice. Well, and right now... Um, you I'm look an at, idiot, you, but I think it's nice. Well, you look at Target and what Target did, right? They had this big backlash. They lost billions of dollars. But instead of apologizing and repenting from what they did they just kind of moved tucked it in and kept going yeah they 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 moved all of the demonic pedophile stuff to the back of the store instead of 
apologizing and repenting. So it, it proves that these companies, they are pushing an agenda and they want to protect their love of money, but their hearts, their attitudes are not in the right place. So, so we have some responsibility. We got to talk about it at the, uh, at the next, next after segment this here. break here. Hey, just uh, let it be known. The scripture says the wicked do not prosper. In the end, they come to destruction. So uh, anyway, folks, you're listening to Ask the Preacher. We're glad you're here. And uh, we've got to take a break for a few minutes. You hear some wonderful commercials, but then we'll be back. And, uh, and we, we hope you'll come back with us. This is Ask the Preacher. Now let's get back to more of Ask the Preacher. Your weekly opportunity to have Bible questions answered. Brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church. Here's John and George. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Go ahead, George. We both took a breath at the same time. I was just going to say hello, you beautiful people listening out there in Radio Land. It is great to be back in studio with you, even though the weather outside is frightful. frightful. It is. We can hear it inside the studio. But the show is so delightful. I think so. I think it's pretty great. There's no place to go. And you know the best part about the show is you can join in on the conversation by calling 863-682- 1430. You can give us your comments on the discussion that we're having. You can ask a question either on topic or off topic. And you can also go to askthepreacher.com and check out the phone number there, previous episodes, and submit a question. John, I I want to just take a moment to uh, let folks uh, remember or remind you that if you go to polktechsolutions.com slash tree, T-R-E-E, we have a uh, free resource. It's only available for this weekend. If you are part of an organization, whether it's a business, a nonprofit, a church, you're thinking about starting up a business, or you are just struggling with getting out of a slump in your personal life, man, why can't I conquer these problems? What is going on? Polktechsolutions.com slash tree, T-R-E-E. Uh, this is one of the many exercises that that we charge an arm and a leg for, so to speak, uh, that is yours for free for the weekend. Check it out. Okay, so we are talking some about, uh, for lack of a better term, boycotting. Um, but for for uh, for no lack of better term, spending my money that at at places that more uh, align with my biblical values. <laughs> so that's the definition uh, in this particular context. Right. Um, <clears throat> so I'm not boycotting department stores i would i would be choosing not to spend my money at a particular department store why because this department store is pushing agendas uh that are that are not targeted at things that i would want to 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 see accomplished and um if you're if you can add two and two you know exactly what i'm saying okay so the question is uh now uh does it does it work does it actually work george it can. And I mean, I, I know that's a kind of a, a general statement, uh, but we have seen it work to some degree with Target. Again, the organization didn't repent and apologize for what they did. They just kind of covered it up. But uh, it, it's, it's kind of, uh, do, do we address the root cause or do we address the fruit that's growing on the tree? If you're trying mm-hmm. to prune a tree, you, you don't chop the tree down, you, you prune the branches. And so we're never going to change uh, the hearts of everybody who works in Target, uh, especially if they're being driven by their own uh, selfish desires at, at the top level. Okay. Uh, but we can have some financial pushback to help prune the tree. And, and maybe um, until an alternative comes around, that's a more permanent solution. 
that's an alternative to target. Maybe we can uh, slow the flood water, so to speak. Yeah. And, you know, we're using target because it's an easy target. <laughs> uh, but there are all sorts of other other places that, that should be considered as well. Um, yeah, no, I was using Target because they promote pedophilia, and I want to destroy them. So, <laughs> okay, well said. Um, so, okay, but that you you really fell right into the next question. We do have a caller waiting. If you can wait wait for just another moment, but um, uh, the other the other question was okay. So that first question, you you danced, and you didn't really dance around. You you ended up talking to the idea. We're not going to change the company's heart, mm-hmm. but we may be able to cause them to change their actions. Um, So uh, we're certainly not going to cause, probably not going to cause the CEO of an organization or a company to to find Jesus because, um, you know, of a a billion, two billion, five or $10 billion loss. We might, their desperation might cause them to cry out. Okay. So my next question, do boycotts, you know, as Christians say, well, how is a boycott going to bring people to know Jesus Christ? Oh, I, I love that question. And here's why. You look at what happened in Egypt. When you read the story of the Exodus, God didn't just attack Pharaoh. He said, so that you will know, I am going to destroy their gods. Most of the people in the world love money. It is their God. Jesus said, you can't serve Yahweh, God, and mammon. You, you can't have God as, as, as your master and still have money as your master. So I think boycotts, especially as Christians, attack their God. Mm-hmm. attack their God. If their God is the love of money, which is the root of all evil, destroy that God for them. We are to tear down idols, right? I mean, that's what Jesus did. He, that's what he, he was doing when he said the gates of hell will not prevail when, with his disciples. And we talked about this in previous episodes of Ask the Preacher. He was making a declaration that I will destroy the gods. We are his body on so, earth. So, so destroy so, these false gods. So how does the boycott... Uh, bring the individual. They say, well, if we're Christians, our job is to preach the gospel and to bring people to the knowledge of Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. How does boycotting Target, how does boycotting uh, any other organization, how does that help bring people to the knowledge of Jesus Christ? Directly, I don't think that it will, because people are going to be set in their ways. And maybe you have a different take on that, but I I don't think a boycott will make your average cashier at Target or even the the C-level executives at Target come to Christ. Okay. But it, well, it, but it will show that we're taking a stance on biblical principles and that that is true. It will show that. And and I'll add add to it this that uh it it may not necessarily preach Jesus Christ, but it doesn't preach and you you were talking about this uh, uh, kind of on another side, but it doesn't preach the power of their gods. Mm-hmm. Uh so right. when we're not allowing the evil agendas to be pushed and when we're not um, confusing the heck out of eight and nine and ten year olds, twelve year olds, whatever. As am I a boy? Am I a girl? And they they grow up in life being extremely jaded, extremely confused. Um, just everything in their mind and in their body, and and it just just at war and fighting with what reality is. When we take those things off the table, we allow a much better opportunity. Uh, for for people to 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 grow for young children to grow up in a nurturing atmosphere that that fosters wholeness that fosters health that fosters yeah. biblical value, um, and and the other the other side of it is is this, um, at least as long as I'm alive, I've never seen more conversation yeah. than about these matters than than now. Forty five years old almost, um, and the this these are all hot button issues. And we're not talking about issues 
that um, abortion is a hot button issue. It's it's massive. It's a massive issue. It's very important to me. Um, but not everyone falls into the issue of abortion. Not everyone becomes a parent. Um, not not everyone is of that age anymore. Some people are well past that. But what we're seeing happening is it's pushed in front of the face of everybody. Yep. When you walk into a supermarket, boom, there it is. You walk in to buy a pair of socks, boom, there it is. Um, you drive down the streets, billboards, and it, it doesn't matter. It, it is uh, it is hitting every area um, of, of life and every demographic and every age. It is an evil Agenda. I have a couple more questions, and we do have a caller, and I apologize that I didn't get to you before this break. So I am I am going to go out on a limb and ask for your extreme patience to hold on the line. And when we come back from this three-minute break, uh, we will go to our caller first. Thank you very much. You're listening to Ask the Preacher. We'll be back shortly. And now the fourth and final segment of this afternoon's Ask the Preacher program brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church. Here's George and John. Welcome back to the program, all you beautiful people out there in radio land. You are listening to Ask the Preacher. Phone number to call in 863-682-1430. And just like John promised, we have Paul on the line. Paul, hey, Brother John. How are you, sir? Hey, Paul. Is this Paul Hatfield? This is Paul Hatfield, Stewardship Guide Director. It's Paul Hatfield, Stewardship Guide Director. Hey, it's so great for, for you to call in on the show. You would have uh, some uh, some valuable insight into the conversation uh, today. Thanks for calling in, bro. Lesson, this is an awesome conversation. This is an important conversation. This is a bottom-line conversation. Hey, hey Eric, you know, turn him up just a little bit, please. I'm sorry. Your talk talks. Your walk walks and talks, your vote talks, but your money talks also. There's value in the money that God has blessed us with. We, this is a capitalistic society. Talking about boycotting, that's a Band-Aid. That will get some attention. That will cause some hurt to the corporations. But in fact, when we take money out of their stock, out of holding shares of that company, that in fact gains from or supports immoral activity, then in fact we're getting their attention. Then we're getting their attention. And they're saying, what? Yeah, that's right. As long as you continue to gain from or support immoral activity that further contributes to the decay of our culture, then we're not going to do business with you and we're not going to own your company. So, uh, Paul, tell me, one of the things you do, uh, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but Stewardship Guide, one of the things that you and your company do, um, it's it's really centered around uh, more so the investment side of things. So if we're talking about where we're uh, spending our dollars, um, we have the consumer side where you can go out and buy a pair of shoes, uh, but then you also have the investment side to where you're going to put up your 401k, your 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 Roth IRA, or, or something like that. Uh, and who do you invest those dollars with? Stewardship Guide uh, helps people um, with biblical moral investing. Is that is that correct? That's correct. We find, in fact, companies and individual uh, funds are very minorities that, in fact, are clean. You don't have to invest with dirty hands. You can invest with a clean heart and a clean conscience and not lose sleep at night over what you're supporting or what you're gaining from. If Jesus were standing next to us looking at our investment statement, 
what would he say? Do you know? Does the average investor know? Not likely. Um, But in fact, we are responsible to know. We're stewards. We should be stewards. And we should, instead of just saying, well, I gave it to the broker, the broker said it was making good money, then in fact, we should be responsible enough to know, well, hey, what's most important? Liquidity, asset management, diversification, uh, return, uh, tax considerations. Yes, all those are important. Income, yes, all of those are important. Experience, all those are important. Where do values fall? Wow. Uh, so ultimately, you're saying is uh, making the biggest ROI is is that the the top of the line of uh, of, of why you spend where you spend, um, which goes back to George's point earlier, the love of money. So if I'm willing to compromise my moral biblical values because it's it's going to be the cheaper product, or in the investment case, it's going to be the bigger return. Um, I have, have I sold my soul to the devil? Do, 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 is, that, is that what we're doing? Uh, when we You're say right. I'm going to shop at, at, at Target, I'm going to, um, uh, you know, buy my coffee from Starbucks and, you know, whatever, whatever companies I'm, I'm going to, uh, put my money here. I'm going to invest with this company and help them to prosper with my money. Are, are we selling our soul to, to, for the almighty dollar? There is no gray sin, uh, either white or black. And in fact, when we compromise, we compromise. When you take that first sip of liquor, you compromise. When you take that first drag off a cigarette, you compromise. When you take that and share in that first dirty joke and conversation, vulgarity, you compromise. And when you go to, in fact, profit and help gain from an immoral activity, you compromise. Yeah, and that's not to say that there's not repentance and return, uh, but we certainly don't want to stay in, in compromise and, and keep sliding farther down the down the road. Okay, so as as far as investing goes, um, you are stewardship guide. You are a Christian investing tool. Uh, yes, sir. That that people can use. And so, um, and I, I'm going to take you somewhere else in just a moment. But before we do, uh, uh, Paul, give a give a shameless plug uh, for stewardship guide. Biblical, we advocate biblical, moral, responsible investing. If you have no idea where your investments are and what they're gaining from or supporting, you need to scratch your head and say, why? Why not? If your advisor has not, in fact, mentioned to you biblical investing, you need to ask why. Uh, We, in fact, advocate to invest in a way that does not contribute to the decay of our culture, but rather that reflects your heart and your values. Paul, where can people find more about you. Do you have a website? Do you have an app? Yes, stewardshipguide.com. Stewardshipguide.com. It's S-T-E-W-A-R-D is in David. Stewardshipguide.com. Stewardship, which is a a biblical uh, command for us concerning our finance, stewardship. So stewardshipguide.com. And then, of course, once you go to that website, you can find other ways to contact them uh, via mail, if people still like to use stamps, uh, email, uh, phone, all of that kind of stuff. Okay, um, Mr. Hatfield, I'd, I'd like to talk on the consumer side of things. We've got three minutes left until we end the program today. Um, I, I have not uh, found uh, any any resource that I am 100% behind, uh, but I want to talk for just a moment about resources that people can use on the consumer side of life. Certainly. 
um, to say what businesses, if I'm going to go uh, buy a hamburger, do I want to buy it from McDonald's, Burger King, uh, In-N-Out Burger, Jack in the Box, you know, whatever. Uh, do you have any advice for the consumer? Well, there's, uh, I like to give them an option or alternatives. Uh, there's a couple of different ones. One is called Second Vote. That's number two, ND Vote. Another one is called 1792 Exchange. That one does not have a phone app that you can have portable. Rather, you have to look for it uh, through the a regular browser. Another one that I like that does have a phone app is Public SQ, Public Square, Public SQ. They do have a phone app that you can take with you. So you can plug in what you're looking for, plug in a company, and uh, you can get the information. Okay, so that, let's just review those. 1792 Exchange. Uh, right. Dot, dot com? Yes. 1792exchange.com uh, is yes. a website where, where people could um, evaluate businesses to find out where they fit uh, with their with their morals. Um, what, what was the other one you had mentioned? The other one is Public Square. Public, public Square. Square, yes. And, and that their, website is publicsq.com. But Public Square has a phone app, which makes it they uh, easy. Do. They do have a phone app, which makes it easier and more portable. Of course, if people are using phone want. phone apps, you can just as well use your phone browser uh, to, yes, to use can. something like 1792 Exchange. And then you mentioned another one called Second Vote. So that's with the second number vote, two, they, Second Vote. The second, number two, N-D-V-O-T-E, and they do not have a phone app. But you can use your phone browser just as you can use your phone well. browser, yes, sir. All right, and so you could evaluate. Um, uh, well, I, I'm I'm more familiar um, with Public Square. Uh, so Public Square, you know, you can you can select your value points in there, and it will uh, it will help you find organizations. Um, it, you can you can evaluate or judge, if you will, an organization, uh, and it'll it'll give you a scale. Uh, yes, to, you, can, you can look at the uh, public square's website and across the top uh, they have some very good endorsements uh, and partners business partners uh, that you can take a look at uh, some partners that I've partnered with myself yeah well um, mr. Hatfield shepherdsguide.com thank you so much for joining us uh, what did I say oh stewardship guide oh forgive stewardship me. guide oh my lord please forgive me Paul stewardship okay. guide dot com Thank you so much for the uh, for the advice on where people can uh, learn how to invest in line with their morality and then also spend in line with that as well. George Locke, as always, you are phenomenal to have on the program. Thank you, sir. Um, and tell us one more time about this, what you're offering to people. Yeah, go to polktechsolutions.com slash tree, T-R-E-E. Learn some biblical truths and uh, figure out how you can solve problems in your business. Yeah, the reality is uh, God wants his people to prosper, and he wants them to prosper well, and he wants them to prosper rightly. And so those resources will be great for all of us. Folks, thank you so much for listening to Ask the Preacher. We invite you to join us at Believer's Fellowship Church. Probably the easy way to find out about us is believersfellowship.com. And uh, hey, in seven days, we'll be right back here. So we hope you're here with us. Bye-bye.